and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And finally we have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And that's all we have. We have no expert this week, but you know what? I'm feeling very smart today. <laughs> Congratulations. You be the expert for us all. <laughs> In fact, I'm feeling so smart, I don't even need to know Shelly's opinion or Julie's, so everyone <laughs> could just go. <laughs> well, I guess our business here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to my show. It's Holly. That, that, that's the name of my show. <laughs> <laughs> the name of my show is Holly. <laughs> no, the name of my show is... Hello, everybody. Welcome to the my show. The name of my show is More Me and More Me and More Me. <laughs> I have some great news, girls, and it's not just that the, uh, new show spinoff that's happening. Uh, so my Kelly, my sister Kelly, my youngest sister Kelly, who's also your sister Kelly. Uh-huh. <laughs> also my youngest sister. You're right. She's my youngest sister, too. Oh, we have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she tagged me in something on Facebook for potentially to use for our segment, What's Your Name, that uses name generators. But it's not really a name generator, so I thought I'd use it as an intro because it's very important information. <laughs> Ooh, what is it? It is knowing what you're good at based on your birth month. <gasps> something I, I can be good at. <laughs> is this more like Zodiac sign stuff? I mean, no, because it doesn't have anything to do with actual zodiac signs, but it does have to do with when you're born, which is the words that I said beforehand. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm in. Uh, you'll see once you find out. Mine weirdly says everything. I don't know. <laughs> born, born in March, good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine actually says that I am good at not going to the gym. And that's true because I don't work out where other people can see me because P.E. was a nightmare for me because I've got such pale skin and I get so red all the time. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing to have people know that you're working out and working hard. <laughs> yeah, but they would be working out and they'd be like beautifully California tanned. And then I'd be like, <laughs> and so red. <laughs> You and me should have been in the same PE class because we would have been in the same boat. I love being in a boat with you. How romantic. Uh, Shelly, do you want to know what you're good at based in on being born in July? I do. You're good at shopping. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, but I don't like shopping. I don't want to be good at shopping. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Like you're doing a hero's journey thing where you like turn away from the thing that you're meant to do. Like you're not willing to accept <laughs> The challenge. I I have to have my hubris affect me first, and then I can come back <laughs> to what I know is right in my heart. Is what you're uh-huh. saying. But Shelly, you are very good at shopping. Like you're an excellent gift giver. So <sighs> I I buy it. <laughs> no, Julie, you're not born in July. You're not good at buying anything. But um, ching. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, Julie, <laughs> you were born in August. You are good at singing. Oh, you are. Is that really the thing? Because it is my uh, most prideful (laughs) uh, (laughs) talent that I have. 
<laughs> Julie's already finished her hero's journey. <laughs> She's come back with the elixir, and the elixir is her beautiful golden pipes. <laughs> yeah. And I say, everyone must listen to me or else. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. At the end of Julie's hero journey, she's actually not a hero. She's a dictator. <laughs> she's the villain all along. <laughs> she had the villain inside her the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I love using my powers for evil. <laughs> so does Shelly. That's why she can never shop. Because then she'll make everyone drop. Shop until everyone drops. (laughs) I shop until everyone else drops. (laughs) That's how this goes. And that's why I don't go to the gym is because I would probably kill everyone there probably for real, if only because when I exercise, my rage comes out. All the rage (laughs) that I keep tamped down inside. And you get so swole that like your muscles just uh, (laughs) burst, uh, just like fill the entire gym and kill everyone. (laughs) Rage swole. <laughs> That's the dream. That's the fitspo. Fitspiration right there. <laughs> well, I have another piece of inspiration. It is this week's topic. It is still the year of the submission. We are so excited for all the submissions we've been receiving. And we are really loving this week's submission because it's from someone very dear to us, an original member of the Shelley Gang almost. His name is Corbin Miller. He's Aww. married to my sister, Julie. My younger sister, Julie. My middle sister, Julie. <laughs> hey, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. Oh, I'm out of the club. <laughs> but you are in the Shelly gang. That's and true. And I love you for that. Oh, I'm not. Dang it. Now I'm out of the club. <laughs> oh, I have the most in common with myself. <laughs> You're in the club forever. My brother-in-law, Julie's husband, Corbin, suggested this. And I am so excited. Shelly... You know our Corbin very well. Do you think this is a topic that you will like? <laughs> is this cheating? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, I, I like Corbin, but we'll have to see if I still like him at the end of this episode. <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. There's oh, a God. lot on the line, Corbin. <laughs> would you like to know this week's topic, Shelly? I would. This week's topic is noise machines. I'm glad you didn't stop at noise. That's what I thought you were going to say. We already know from the lightning round episode that you do like noises in general. That's true. (laughs) That's true. So this time, noise machines. Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like noise machines. I will be doing the anti-reasons, and we do not have a sister expert, but... As I said, I'm feeling very powerful today. So if you need to lean on me, I'm willing to give you some biased and unbiased help. Whoa. You'll you'll be emotionally swole for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. That oh, my heart just grew three sizes and being so emotionally swole. <laughs> so Julie, tell Shelly all the good things about noise machines. Noise machines have so many wonderful qualities, Shelly. I can't wait to share them all with you. When I asked my children what they liked about noise machines, Theo, my my eight-year-old, he had a birthday. My eight-year-old said, I'm a noise machine. <laughs> He's not wrong. And I said, you're right. <laughs> Do you listen to noises when you sleep? <laughs> noises machines? <laughs> no, Shelly, it's noises machine. Okay. Yeah. Like attorneys general. <laughs> I 
do these days because I have a little baby and she sleeps in my room. And the noise machine of choice uh, as of a few days ago was a humidifier. <laughs> that's good. That's I mean, that's a good sound. I would have thought it was sleep or sleep apnea machine. CPAP machine. <laughs> you know what? Corbin's CPAP machine is very quiet. Your humidifier is louder, though, because most humidifiers are fairly quiet. Is it like actually boiling the water? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a tea kettle with a whistle. (laughs) It's like whistling on and off all night on like a hot plate. This is our humidifier. (laughs) The world's most dangerous humidifier. (laughs) In our old apartment, when we moved in, there was a hot plate burn on one of the carpets. Maybe that's why it was there. They thought it was a humidifier. (laughs) Maybe. But yes, our humidifier has a a low setting that's fine, but the high setting is quite loud and noisy. Perfect for putting babies to sleep. Now that we're done with the humidifier, we don't need its powers anymore. We put in the dehumidifier as as our noise machine. (laughs) But you know what? Valley also has another noise machine. And this one, it is a stuffed animal lamb with a little like voice box thing in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has many settings, Shelley. So many settings. It has a sound set, like a, a music setting that will play lovely lullabies and lull you to sleep. And it also has like a nature sound setting where it has the babbling brook, the roaring waves of the ocean, the whistling winds. <laughs> a, a hurricane a tornado <laughs> a tropical storm which is not quite as intense as the hurricane setting anything you could possibly want <laughs> one of the settings that it has is a heartbeat setting oh my gosh <laughs> the telltale heart yes <laughs> you're gonna have nightmares all night poor baby valley i've encountered this in several different noise machines that we've had where there's like a heartbeat and you know what babies like it because they're used to hearing a heartbeat sound when they're inside a womb yes but what about you do you just (laughs) dream that you're like stuck in a edgar Allan poe story all night long i never did use that setting because it would creep me out but here's a positive point that is a very handy setting for halloween Put it on when you're having your Halloween party. Set it out next to your door on Halloween night so that when the kids come to trick or treat, they hear the spooky heartbeat. And they say, where is it coming from? It can't possibly possibly be this beautiful lamb. (laughs) Is there a setting on the lamb where you can like speed up the heartbeat? Because I'm sure to go to sleep, it's like a slow, steady heartbeat. But could you like make it like the speed of like an anxious heart? Like, what about uh, the BPM of a disco beat? Mm, Fantastic. Best of both worlds. (laughs) 160 beats per minute. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, so, Shell, if you want to creep out your friends, get a, a a baby noise machine that has a heartbeat on it. Cool. There's also an uh, an app that is a noise machine app. I'm sure there's a million different kinds, but one kind is all the different settings are colors. Have you ever wanted to listen to color? 
<laughs> What's that condition where your brain does that? It swaps synesthesia. 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 Shelly, have you ever wanted to have that? Do you have it? That would be bananas if she's had it her entire life and we had no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have that thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, my favorite taste is a major chord. <laughs> <laughs> You're tasting sounds? <laughs> yes. That's part of the ninja <laughs> Gesundheit. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's an aspect that can be had, I guess I should say. Huh. Well, um, Shelly, now's your chance. You can what are we I'm forgetting which sense goes with what. You can hear colors. I I uh listened to a podcast where they were talking about this and they they played a few of the sounds for me. And you know what sound was very lovely that my husband will be so happy about? Brown. Oh, I should have known that. Corbin loves brown. <laughs> and that noise was very soothing. If you if you want to be broad about what a noise machine is, there are so many choices. <laughs> um, yeah, you've already like kind of stretched the definition from what I had, had prepared. When I was asking my kids what the great thing about noise machines were, they're like, what is that? And I'm like, well, um, it makes sounds. And so Theo's like, I'm a noise machine. And all the other kids are like, me too. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and Ruby said, yeah, Valley is even a noise machine. Her noise is this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine to a kindergartner, that would be a, a notable noise. <laughs> I mean, to any person, it's a very notable noise. <laughs> oh, no, I don't hear it at all. I have anti-sneesia. <laughs> so you just don't hear sound? <laughs> it just doesn't register. You, so you have you have noise blindness <laughs> to, to babies crying. You have the opposite of like what's built into most humans is the sound of a baby makes most people like want to like it you know kicks in there like wanting to help and you're just like nope totally blind to it don't care. <laughs> yeah, and then every time I see the color blue, I'm like I need to help a baby. <laughs> you seek out a baby. <laughs> so when I said, guys, do you know what a noise machine is? To my children, Theo said. Lunch. <laughs> By that he meant the cafeteria during lunchtime it can be very noisy. And That's he's right. true. But then they started saying other things like guitars and uh, just all things that make sound. <laughs> just anything that makes a noise. <laughs> so Shelly, since you uh, already said you're pro noises in general, I mean, technically, you're pro noise machines so <laughs> i can i uh uh insert something i would argue that a machine by definition is is a thing made to do a certain thing and lunch is not made <laughs> to make noise <laughs> that's true unless you count the sound of chewing <laughs> yeah unless like it's like a, a mom at or a parent at home, like taking care of their kids, and they're like, "This noise machine is the sound of silence because my children are too busy eating to make sense." <laughs> oh, that that doesn't happen here at my house, but I'll go into that later. <laughs> I, when I was um, doing early morning custodial, I would have to go to bed at nine 
Hey, nope. <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> well, you know what? Literally I did all day. Go, I did go to bed at 9 a.m. Uh, when I got home from work, but also at 9 p.m. I would go to bed early at 9 p.m. And uh, my roommates would be up making all kinds of sounds and noise. And I would say, ah, I can't sleep. So my my own personal noise machine was Dave Matthews. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Uh, I would fall asleep to his melodious music. Um, so, Dave Matthews, sound machine? Question no. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like his new band name, Dave Matthews and the Sound Machine. <laughs> there is a band uh, named the Miami Sound Machine. Does anyone know what very famous singer was attached? Gloria to this? Estefan. <gasps> Shall you pass my test? <laughs> I, because I love Gloria Stefan. I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, as in, uh, not everything is a noise machine. So we did it. <laughs> but Shelly, I, I really do like noise machines. I find them very soothing. Um, sometimes when it's too quiet, when I'm trying to fall asleep, you ever get that like weird buzzing noise in your ear, like a ringing noise? Tinnitus. And- <laughs> Julie's shot too many guns right by her ear. <laughs> she just gets that ringing. I actually discovered recently that, well, I knew I'd had it all along, but um, that for years and years I have something called pulsive tinnitus or something like that, where essentially, like, I don't hear like a ringing or a buzzing, but I hear a like a heartbeat, like a beating in my ear, like your own heart. I don't know if it's my heart, but I... <laughs> Is it the heart of the man you killed many years ago? <laughs> no, it's an amalgamation of all of them and I've killed. Oh, okay. oh my. <laughs> an average BPM. I, I heard somewhere where there was like, there was a very sp- specially made room where it was like completely silent. Oh, and you can go crazy in there within like hours. Okay, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe it, though. But, like, the person went in there, and it uh, if there's a human, it can't be quiet because you hear your own breathing, you hear your own heartbeat, and you can hear your own nervous system because, you know, electricity moving around in your body. Oh, my gosh. That would be so creepy. <laughs> and that's why you go mad. So, Shelly, <laughs> uh, in closing, you need a sound machine. So you don't go mad. (laughs) (laughs) This topic is more spooky than I had anticipated previously. Why why do I always gravitate towards spookiness? (laughs) I don't know, but I love it. (laughs) So, Julie, I loved all of your points, but now I'm going to be giving the reasons why Shelly should be anti-noise machines. And as I mentioned previously, I'm sticking pretty close to the definition of what noise and machine (laughs) mean together. (laughs) So, Holly, what's your definition of noise machine? (laughs) A machine made specifically to make noise, usually to help a person fall asleep or relax. So for you, would a boombox fall under that category? No. Because I only use a boombox to party hard. (laughs) So, Shelly, my first reason why you should be anti-noise machine is I hear noise all day. All day. 
My two children go to school during the day and um, to benefit myself while they are gone. While I'm at home, I listen to podcasts. True to my brand, I never listen to one that teaches me a dang thing. (laughs) (laughs) But that is the time when I have to edify myself because when they are home, let me go back. Um, (laughs) When my son, 11 years ago, was a baby. By this time, he was like a two-month-old baby 11 years ago. and I cried frequently for a lot of things. But one thing was that I cried because I couldn't talk to him and he couldn't talk to me. I Mm. do remember that. I remember you being sad about like, I wish I could just talk to him. Yeah. And and I am not one for um, making conversation with babies. My husband is very good at that. I find it pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb dumb babies can't even talk back. But I did do a lot of talking, like singing or like when we would watch TV or, you know, there, there were, there was talking to be had. And the reason that I know that I talked enough while he was a talkless baby was that the moment he began to talk, he never stopped. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those be careful what you wish for scenarios. <laughs> mm-hmm. My son, Jack, and my daughter, Lucy, to a lesser extent, are talk machines. They're noise machines, in fact, but they're not machines because their purpose is not to relax me while I'm trying to fall asleep. (laughs) They talk nonstop to where uh, we, for the entirety of their lives, pretty much never turn on the radio or music in the car. Uh (laughs) Like, ever, because it impedes the conversation that they are dying to have with me while I'm trying to, like, you know... Keep us alive on the road. (laughs) Make a very difficult left turn. I'm trying all of these things, but then I also have to discuss with my son what my favorite Pokemon would be if I were in uh, a... What is my favorite kind of Pokemon for... I I don't know. Like a certain occasion? Yes. Like literally anything (laughs) you can imagine has probably asked me, and I think that's why I'm having a hard time because I don't have a specific incident where it's really been impactful to me. Well, now I want to know, what Pokemon would you take to a fancy soiree? (laughs) I think it only makes sense to take Mr. Mime because he's the one who's closest to wearing a tuxedo. (laughs) So true. What about the one he can evolve into now, the, like, sword and shield? He wears a bowler hat. Yeah. Oh, even fancier. That's neither here nor there. Ultimately, my first point is Shelly. I hear noise all day. Why would I want a noise machine? So that's my first point. <laughs> so you're saying falling asleep, the relaxing part of falling to sleep to you is blessed silence. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Save for the fact that my husband snores so loudly. But you know what? It's never bothered me one night of our marriage at all. <laughs> so he's your personal noise machine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, his sole purpose is not to relax me as I fall asleep. <laughs> really? because <laughs> that's that's the only reason i got married so that i know so to relax lull me to sleep at night. and how's that working out for you it doesn't work great because rick's asleep before me 100 percent of the time so shelly i have more points as to why you should be anti-noise machine my next one is 
Adding another thing to my nightly routine sounds nigh to impossible. <laughs> I am a woman who is the sole light turner offer in my home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heavy burden to bear. It is. I, I'm also the door locker. I also, I would say a majority of the time, am the one who turns down the thermostat. Uh-huh. <sighs> then I have to take off my bra, which is a whole thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now that I live in a two story house, I've really impeded myself because unfortunately I've trained myself to need a drink of water right before I get into my bed. And sometimes I forget and I have to go back downstairs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then sometimes I wear pajamas and sometimes I just wear my underpants and to bed. And that is a whole, like that decision making process, extremely tough. <laughs> jammies tonight or no jammies? <laughs> And and I would say the most difficult thing about my nightly routine is that the minute I get in the bed, even if I'm not like adjusted uh, properly, my husband tries to snuggle up to me and I'm like, I'm not ready. And that's really hard because then I need to kind of like catch him off guard. You know, like I need to get in the bed when he's not ready so that I can then get ready. <laughs> you, need to, you need to use your high stealth attacks. <laughs> it makes it sound like... Like when you are getting into the bed, Caleb's like, oh, no, oh, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> it's kind of more like an Indiana Jones situation where like sometimes I open up the covers and then wait more than I would usually wait. So then he like kind of like does like the arm trap thing. But uh -huh. then I'm not there, and I go, ha-ha. <laughs> oh, I thought you would, like, put in, like, something about your size. <laughs> Trick him into thinking a it's you. giant stuffed animal? Yep. <laughs> uh, we do own more than a few giant stuffed animals for this express purpose. So, <laughs> and that's fully real. But, so, I just can't imagine adding to that lengthy list Turn on noise machine. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just would be the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my next point as to why you should be anti, um, why are you talking about noise machines? I guess you should be anti-noise machines because why go high tech when you can go low tech? You know, like there were very many people in the Victorian age who were sent to live uh, by the ocean side to improve their health. And I say, why have an ocean in a machine when you could have an ocean outside? And and I will say that if we could convince the American healthcare system to take up this recommendation again, we might really be able to, you know, get more people living on the coasts. <laughs> is that is that so that it can be even quieter where you are when you go to bed? <laughs> Unless my husband receives the <laughs> the call. <laughs> the CDC calls him personally is like we know that you need to go by the seaside. You need that sea air. <laughs> So I just think, why go high-tech? I mean, everything in our lives is so high-tech these days. And and you know me, I'm not one for, uh, you know, going back to the Stone Age because everyone lived outside in the Stone Age, every single person. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't possibly have you spend that much time outside. No. We wouldn't want that for you. Not at all. But I will say that sometimes I try and find a low-tech option when I can. and I think. 
this is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you say that moving, picking up your life and going to the seaside, is that the only option for low-tech sound noise machines? Is, or is there another option? That or moving to the uh, salt flats in Utah uh, because the wind there is mighty strong. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So those, there's only two options, seasides or salt flats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do have two more points as to why you should be anti-noise machines. Shelly, you should be anti-noise machines because most, if not all, of the sounds in your average noise machine make me have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Running water. Forest. Etc. is what's in my notes. <laughs> Forest sounds make you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I guess. What about? I know there's in a lot of um, in a lot of sound machines, not, not sound machines, noise machines. There's like bird song sounds. With mm-hmm. does hearing the hoot of an owl really make you have to go? <laughs> As we mentioned not moments ago, I myself am not an outdoorsman. Um, of, of any note. And I will say that I'm really embarrassed to say the words I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> some of my strongest memories of going camping when we were children is going to the bathroom in the campsites. Uh huh. Like more so than I would say most activities that we did there. Like it was <laughs> very notable to me to have to go to this bathroom. There was a bathroom, uh-huh. luckily, but it was very much like, here are walls, here's maybe a toilet, and good luck. Uh-huh. So I would venture to say that extended bird calls would probably make me have to go to the <laughs> And of course, whale songs would definitely, you definitely have to go. Yeah, because every time we went whale watching, I had to go to the bathroom on the whales. <laughs> Gross. Gross. But what about something, I know a lot of, of noise machines makes like, white noise you know what about that (laughs) so one of my main childhood memories is the fact that we had great grandma liebeck's huge tube tv in my room Uh and my room shared a wall with the main bathroom of our home i remember not infrequently that there would be someone in the night who would go to the bathroom and flush the toilet so that is that is a common memory. But alongside that is I would turn on the TV to go to sleep. We were back in the time when eventually the broadcast would end for the day and there would be just static. So <laughs> there is a connection, although small. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm impressed in a way. <laughs> I do say, and I've admitted it just now, that... If I had my druthers, I would adore to go to sleep with some sound. That leads me to my last point. Shelly, you should be anti-noise machines because no noise machine made specifically for relaxing someone to go to sleep has ever had the one proven noise to make me, Holly Chatfield Flanagan, go to sleep. And that sound is the A-Team theme song. What? 
And I think I will, in the the editing process, put the A-Team theme song below right now as I, I begin to explain. So I have always been quite charming, like from the womb until now and, and beyond. Um, but when I was born and then until uh, many years later, uh, a notable amount of years later, I was not a sleeper, one would say. <laughs> And (laughs) one being our mother (laughs) and our father, to be fair. But (laughs) there was one thing that would always put me to sleep when I was a baby before Shelly's arrival. And that was eight o'clock or whenever on whatever day when the A-Team would come on the television. Our parents watched this show, classic show with Mr. T and many Mm -hmm. others. And the A-Team theme song, as Dad and Mom are wont to remind me, is one of the most loud theme songs of all of 80s television. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big, bold song. <laughs> and as the Shelly gang can hear right now, um, it is not one that would probably make it onto the final list of a noise machine. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Even on a noise machine consisting solely of 80s television theme songs, would it make it? <laughs> that would be so wild. <laughs> I mean, that's going in the merch store. For sure. <laughs> but that is why I am anti-noise machine. And you should be too, Shelly, because the one proven thing to put to sleep the most difficult sleeper has been um, erased from noise machine history and how dare they <laughs> how dare they big noise machine needs to <laughs> be more accepting of others who have alternatives falling asleep styles <laughs> yeah there's a whole section of the market that is being underserved right now and that section is bigger than me but probably not by much so <laughs> anyways that's all shelly hate him like me So now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vinyl podcaster, Shelly. I started watching High Fidelity on Hulu with the gender flipped Rob and it's Zoe Kravitz and she's great and she owns a record store. Uh, Do you want to watch it? I haven't even heard of this, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just say yes. Uh, Sure. Okay, now you're the MVP of this podcast, Shelly. <laughs> what do you think about noise machines? I also would say Holly's description of like things that are made just to help people like relax and or fall asleep is probably closer to what I was thinking when I heard noise machines. So even though I would agree Theo is a noise machine, he's not, <laughs> he doesn't fall into the category of what we're talking about today. But I do, I do know he is a pro at making all kinds of noises. He so, really is. Uh, I'm glad that to know now that there are baby noise machines that would make me die from anxiety <laughs> with the heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like part of the heartbeat, Julie, you said because babies are used to it. But I also know, like when you hear a heartbeat, your heart, like I think I've heard, like your heart, like tries to sync up with it. Uh huh. So, like, I could understand why that might work for some people, but I think I would. I, my heart would do the opposite. Just hear that heartbeat and then speed up until it 
explodes. <laughs> Could someone with high blood pressure um, use a heartbeat noise machine with a really low uh, BPM <laughs> to like do like a cool therapy? Did I just make a medical discovery? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Get it published in a peer-reviewed journal and we'll- Mayo Clinic. Will you be my peers? Because I don't know very many doctors. <laughs> hey, I know a doctor. I'm married to one. Of economics. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad to know that babies have noise machines to help them sleep because they need it. <laughs> Come on, babies. Get it together. <laughs> you can't talk and you don't sleep. <laughs> um, and uh, as for there being many settings, that's true. But I guess when I think like classic noise machine, it's like, that like white noise, you know, that sound. <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there are even different flavors of that. There's like white noise, brown noise, you know. But yeah, so so that's what I think of when I think of like if someone said noise, like what is a noise machine? I'd probably say one of those ones that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> But uh, but I know also a lot of, you know, for many years, there have been the kind of, like, CDs back when we would, you know, go and press all the buttons on those, like, things to let you test all the sounds, like, bird songs, whale songs, and crashing waves, and, and rain, and all that jazz. So that, I know, counts also. <laughs> but um, so, so there's so many flavors of sound, and I do love sounds in general. <laughs> um, and I do know that now that there's even, like, you don't even need, like, a dedicated noise machine that people can use their phones because there's apps and stuff. Yeah, but I would argue that the app itself is a digital machine. That's true. So, so yeah. So there's, so there's all kinds of flavors of noise and all kinds of flavors of machines that you can use to fall asleep, which is pretty good. It's nice to have choices, even though they underserve certain parts of the community, <laughs> a.k.a. Holly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I appreciate that some people need them. In fact, my son uses um, an app that he is able to, like, have a bunch of different sounds and then he can, like, choose a few of them so they layer on top of each other. So he listens to sounds of rain and frog chirping and I can't – one other thing – and that's, Explosions. he listens to that every night to help him fall asleep. Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good one, Julie. Thanks. I know my in-laws, um, when they have come to visit us and spend the night, they use one of the classic explosions. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if theirs has a volume setting, but they listen to it extraordinarily loud. <laughs> the loudest sound in the world of, of the <laughs> you know a jet turbine that goes great with explosions yeah and so to me that is not a relaxing sound the loudest sound in the world <laughs> see and oddly that is the most relaxing sound to me which honestly is probably why i can be married to my husband and sleep in the same room and bed with him because it is it is alarming sometimes it is quite he needs a cpap machine he does but you know (laughs) again the american healthcare system is really failing everyone (laughs) he needs the ocean air in a cpap machine (laughs) (laughs) like oxygen tanks but it's like ocean air tanks 
<laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. They bottle that up. Bottle that the source. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and as for Holly, I have a child also. Oh, well, good for you, I guess. <laughs> but he has a different flavor of child. He's a different flavor than Holly's children. Because I have to be so careful getting my son to talk because it sometimes takes a lot of like pressing but then he has another setting of i have now just played a brand new game on roblox and i will tell you for 800 hours about every facet (laughs) (laughs) um so sometimes i get no noise i live with two relatively silent people most of the time (laughs) so i do sometimes appreciate some noise in my life (laughs) when i am home alone i also listen to podcasts and uh, like other things just because like sound you really like to listen to ones that teach you things though and so that's a different flavor to learn things (laughs) and as for adding more stuff to my nightly routine i have also been experiencing a lengthening of my nightly routine lately because i've been trying to be better about my dental hygiene and flossing every night and using stupid mouthwash (laughs) (laughs) that takes out all the knowledge you learned throughout the day from your podcast and rinses it out to make you stupid. Stupid mouthwash. <laughs> yes, it is. Because that's where you put where knowledge is inserted through your mouth, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's my form of synesthesia. <laughs> I learn orally. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I understand not wanting to lengthen a, a nightly routine because sometimes – like, it's very hard for me to fall asleep. And when I'm ready to go to sleep, I need to go now. <laughs> I need to fall asleep this instant. And if I had to push even one extra button at night, that could that could make or break things. <laughs> uh, so I, I agree with Holly on that point. As for going low tech when you could go high tech, I don't – that one's not feasible. <laughs> we can't all go live by the seaside or in the salt flats of Utah. <laughs> it would be very crowded. And I'm betting – by that point, you wouldn't even be able to hear the sounds, the, the soothing sounds, because um, there would just be sounds of people everywhere. But to me, quite soothing. I remember <laughs> uh, my best friend growing up, her name was Megan, and she now goes by Cotton Candy Megan to my kids because we ate cotton candy with her one time. <laughs> um, shout out to Cotton Candy Megan. And uh, she lived next to a busy street growing up, and uh, her mom got her earplugs. And I remember being baffled by that like how is that going to help you when the street sounds are right there they're helping you (laughs) (laughs) i actually was thinking about that because uh we moved from a relatively quiet ish neighborhood in pasadena um to a very busy street in argentina (laughs) and those first few months and argentina is the kind of city where people are up late into the night every night like heavy foot traffic, heavy traffic, traffic, everything. And it was crazy to get used to the loud sounds. Like that was the city was my sound machine. Cause we also often slept with the windows and doors open, not doors, actually yeah, <laughs> doors. We did sleep with our balcony door open a lot. Uh, just the noise was insane. I couldn't believe it. But then when we moved back to a quiet place after that, it was hard to then get used to the quiet. <laughs> Uh, so, so changing sound levels is tricky for me. And another sound machine I have used in the past, but inadvertently. It's not just because it's the sound, but fans. 
Uh-huh. You know, that like fan sound of a fan. <laughs> My husband grew up with ceiling fans. And uh-huh. then we've lived mostly in places without ceiling fans. And when we have lived with, in places with ceiling fans, he always comments, like, not infrequently, how nice it is to hear the fan at night. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, of course, I can't hear it because he's snoring. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I I would say that that is a very common thing. Yes. I know some people, even in the winter, will, like, have a fan, like, facing the wall or something so that the air is not on them, but they have the sound. I would need, like, an industrial fan for my purposes. <laughs> a normal fan makes Holly need to go to the bathroom, but industrial fan, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah, so I I actually do like a little bit of noise to sleep, but I would say I am not pro-noise machine. Does that mean you would be anti-noise machine? <laughs> Can I just say not pro- <laughs> <laughs> No, Shelly. <laughs> Will you let me hedge just this one time? <laughs> no. Okay, because okay, so I guess I'm anti-noise <laughs> machine, <laughs> and here is why: I do not mind like when I've gotten used to sound like when we finally get the fans back in the house because it's summer or something. I I get used to the noise, but it is not something I need to fall asleep most of the time, and. And actually is not helpful to me most of the time because I just like kind of the sounds around me. <laughs> That's called ambient noise. Yeah. So I think I just like ambient noise. And so, yeah, so my new alarm clock is the kind that like makes it, it, it mimics a sunrise. So it slowly brightens and brightens. Oh, you got one of those? Caleb is obsessed. He wants one so bad. He could try mine if he wants. Oh, Zoics. <laughs> Don't say things you don't mean. I do. Uh, but it also makes bird sounds. What? So it takes about half an hour for the sunrise to happen. And then closer to the end of it, it also turns on bird songs. And I've been having a lot more dreams about birds lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because to me, it's not a helpful thing. Birds do not wake me up in the morning. I'm not a Disney princess. <laughs> uh, so that sound isn't particularly helpful to me to wake up. I was conditioned to be sad when I heard bird song when I would uh, get up in the early morning with my nursing babies. Uh-huh. And if I, if it was dark outside, but I could hear the birds singing, I was like, oh no, it's almost day. I don't have enough time to sleep more. Oh yeah. no. That that's the real di- Disney princess move is hearing bird sounds and being so sad. <laughs> but yeah, so so to me like I just if I'm going to listen to something like if my brain just needs, you know, some calming down, like white noise or something like that would it be helpful? So I listen to a very boring podcast or like a, th- a video I've seen on YouTube a 100 times or something like that. Like something that is noise but is also not just noise. Because <laughs> that, I don't know, that doesn't help me sleep. It doesn't help me relax. It just is a sound that sometimes bugs me. So I just don't really prefer noise machines, but I understand the people who do. And I live with one who does. So would bugs make a good noise machine? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like hornets. i was thinking more just like a lazy fly but yeah hornets many of them (laughs) angry hornets (laughs) 
so soothing. <laughs> or like a June bug constantly crashing into stuff. Or a bug zapper. Very fun. <laughs> yeah, you can do your own sound mix on Holly's new app, Layers on Layers. <laughs> yeah. No, my new app is the 80s noise machine, 80s theme song noise machine. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinions on noise machines. And thanks again to Corbin for the submission. And now we are moving on to our segment, Holly's Book Club. I didn't I didn't study. Uh, A member of the Shelly gang, Katie, said that she would love to be part of my book club. And I said, it's quite rigorous. And then she said, I want to know the the test questions. And I said, they're always changing, but I'm very happy to let you try. I'm, I'm so happy to let anyone try who wants to try. So <laughs> you can try, but then Holly will happily also send you away if you don't answer correctly. <laughs> I'm just a happy person. I do everything with a happy heart. <laughs> okay, so in Holly's book club, I have quite a rigorous standard for the participants of any book club that I encounter, which is very few because I am so rigorous and I don't get invited to many. But I am going to invite my sisters to answer some questions about the book, A Walk to Remember by Nicholas Sparks. <gasps> That's a good one. I haven't read it. I figured Should I would I- choose something a little less academic than my former choices. And uh-huh. I thought something that might be a little accessible to you plebeians, I guess. I don't know what. <laughs> And I still haven't read it. (laughs) (laughs) My next one is going to be like, the Garfield funnies. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it, I didn't read that week's issue. (laughs) Right now, I'm currently in the middle of like five fantasy series. So unless it's a book about fantasy, I've not read it. This, I guess you could say A Walk to Remember is about a fantasy, although I did learn in researching my very difficult questions for you that it is based in part on Nicholas Sparks' sister, Jamie, which is the name of the main character. Is that one of the questions? No. No. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) No, I would never cheat on this test. It's too important to me. (laughs) Uh, and it's based on his sister, Jamie, whose husband married her despite her falling ill with cancer. And then she died. Oh, that's sad and sweet. Yeah. Uh, Shelly famously came with me how many times in the movie theater to see Four. this movie? Four times. <laughs> so uh, I was the perfect age to live this fantasy of <laughs> of uh, a boy... Uh, a rebel boy falling in love with a a a churchy girl, and she taught him many lessons. And then he he got older, and she didn't. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. That's alert. still the movie I've seen most times ever in the theater, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I went mostly just because you were like, "Come with me. You have to come with me." <laughs> I think 
the one I've seen the most in theaters is from Justin to Kelly. Maybe. <laughs> Classic. Obviously, I have amazing taste in movies. Uh, so, girls, I have three questions. You may choose one, two, or three. Julie, you're the youngest sister here. Will you please choose one, two, or three to answer these questions? I'm going to say two because it's the middle number of those and I'm the middle sister. What illness did Jamie have and then die of? Leukemia. Uh, Jamie, no. <laughs> Julie, welcome to my book club. I have no snacks and many term papers that we need to fill out. <laughs> but you're very welcome. You're in the door. <laughs> okay, Shelly. I think my palms are like actually sweating. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, one. How old were Landon and Jamie when they began dating? Oh, gosh. Can, can I ask for a hint? <laughs> were, they, they were, were they the same age? age? They were younger than older. <laughs> well, I was asking if they were the same age. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 17? <gasps> Everyone is in my book club today. Yay. This is the first, I think. The real problem is now that everyone's here, there as, is, as I mentioned, a term paper. But then there is also <laughs> an assignment of how we can make this book better because it's very a rough book. And so, <laughs> well, if we answer the third question... Could we bring a snack? Would that would we be able to bring one snack into the book club? No, the third question was what story did uh he base it on? And I already told oh. you that. Oh. So. Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what can we do to improve the book? I don't know. It's an emotional ride. For me, it would be that she lives and they live happily ever after. <laughs> oh. This is a Christian romance novel, essentially, Julie. I know. There's a lot of Christian <laughs> iconography, and there is romance. And then she dies. And I mean, it's still, I mean, he he goes on to live a happy life. But come on. Come on, Nicholas. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> because it's based on his real life sister. That's why. Well, all of his books aren't based on his real life sister, and they all <laughs> crush me. <laughs> So that's the end of the book club because the book we're actually going to be reviewing is the rewritten ones that each of us will rewrite and then exchange copies of and then see who did the best job of rewriting the story. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the critics here are brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been our segment, Holly's Book Club. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Shelly Has Opinions. We would love it if you would rate and subscribe and tell a friend or even better, leave us a review. We have gotten so many kind reviews and we would love to know what you think about our show. Also, we would love for you to visit ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. Has Opinions. Dot com And there you can find pictures of us, listen to our old episodes. We have over 100 to choose from. And 
You can also find out a little bit about us. I think I might add that I had a big TV in my room when I was little. I might just add that to my biography. <laughs> Very important. I mean, that was an important part of your childhood. <laughs> yes, it was. And uh, it really informed a lot about me. For instance, I still have going to a showtime at the Apollo taping on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they do it anymore. I guess I just need to go to the Apollo and bring a camera and and <laughs> see if I can get the animated little janitor to sweep up after someone is really bad and then they boo them off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, Shelly gang, we would love for you to come back next week. And in the meantime, go check out some other shows on the Podicon Go network of janitors and <laughs> there they will sweep up the competition and the competition is everybody who's not on the network but we want more people on the network it is a family friendly network of podcasts that has so much for everyone in your entire family i would say that if your children are like mine and don't want to listen to music in the car maybe you could trick them with a the podcast or two <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there are some really great ones for all every age that your children have, and there's some that are pleasant for adults. One thing that many people say about our podcast is that it's quite wholesome. That's not really what we go for, but that's what happens. And <laughs> we talk about spooky stuff and murder way more than your average wholesome podcast. So, um, yeah, so check out Podicon Go and also check out us. Next week, we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been renewed for another week. <laughs> Thank goodness. I know it's it's been a really long two and a half years of every week just on the, the edge of our seats. <laughs> week by week renewal that is stressful. <laughs> and with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you next week, hopefully. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? Hello, friends. Jonah here from Quest Company Jr. Popping in to say that the show that you've just been listening to is part of the Podicon Go podcasting network a group of independent creators committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that's family-friendly and fun for all ages. If you enjoy this show, be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform and show some love with a five-star rating and review. Every time you do, you are helping support the creation of more family-friendly content. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>